Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that one side of Metallica turned into a circus actor. LA sucks! Can I say something that I think is bullshit? Don't fool you. Yes, we sell out. He also told me he was on acid. Yeah, you better wash that mic off. I was gonna fill it up with my own urine. Alcoholica. And I talked about digging a hole in a fucking dirt and smoking hash through the ground. All kinds of shit. Shower filled with women. Sit your ass down, Lara. Shoot a pair of women's legs walking down the street. Eight women washing you down at once, you know. Come up here, Lars points to me. <laughs> see, he said there's me, but see, and there he is, right there. And his skin is bubbling like on the Toxic Avenger. Boyfriends and dads looking for me. Ten minutes. Singing along, fucking along, doing the something to fuck along. Here we go. Hey, this is Chris Jericho Fozzi, and you're listening to And Podcast for All. Order me a cheese pizza, damn it! On podcast for all. I'm Shane Obershaw, and I'm Jeff Winslow. Jeff, welcome to you driving the show tonight. Yeah, what's going on, man? Uh, literally, let me do the math here. Eight hours ago, anesthesia injected into my mouth, and I had a tooth pulled. Anesthesia pulling teeth. Wow. That's what I thought of, and it got so ridiculous that in um, Cliff Solo, when it goes, that's when they pulled the tooth. That is the part where I about said, I have enough of this, and I about, you know, threw the tea up to call timeout and about jumped out of the chair. So if you're wondering, (laughs) Where the tooth gets pulled in the song, it's on that wah. It's on the wah right there. The wah was one of my roots infected coming out of my mouth. Wow, that that's not a good day. <laughs> I'm on meds. I've got some gauze in my mouth. You're the captain tonight, so I hope you're ready to go to Hawaii. Not drive the show, but we have to fly there. We do have to fly there, and you know... I've been to a lot of states in my life, and Hawaii is not one of them. I am really bummed that I haven't made it there before, but I'm really, really looking forward to going there someday, you know, whether we play a show or if it's just for vacation. Well, when you nail your uh, jump in the fire, end of the line, finish that lyric tonight, if you get yours right, I'll buy you a ticket there. That's how hard tonight's end of the line question is. Oh, right. I can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) All right, I got my teeth pulled. We've talked about flying to Hawaii. In other news, you and I played a show five short days ago, and 
it was awesome, bud. It was awesome. And in fact, it was a little bit different than your typical show. We were filming a live concert and, you know, a lot of the stuff is going to go towards our new promo. Um, but, you know, what I found really interesting was, you know, we have people here, we're filming, there's cameras everywhere, and we play Master of Puppets and decide that, hey, we need to play the the last chorus one more time. We've never done that before, ever. Well, I take responsibility for that. So what was going on? You still don't know what happened? I never figured it out, <laughs> no. Um, well, for everyone listening... All the tracks, samples, and intros that you hear in uh, one, the only tribute to Metallica's live show, I trigger with my left foot. So we have a little sample pedal that's called a loop station. We have about, oh God, what would you think, 30 or 40 samples and tracks in oh, there, Oh, easily. Yeah, we have a lot. And uh, instead of relying on sound guys for when we bounce state to state, I uh, trigger all those with my left foot. And the old laughs at the end of Puppets, the ah, ha, 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 All right. I did not trigger in time, and that is a very key part when you're shooting a new uh, promo video for, let's just say, more than a few hundred people to watch, a few hundred thousand to watch. So I figured eh, we need to do that over again and get that on there. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, see, I think just in the heat of the moment, you know, we were in the middle of the show, I must have missed all of that, but we had mentioned that, hey, there is a chance, you know, with filming that some parts may have to be run again. And I personally thought it was cool because we've never done anything like that. And it just made that experience. Yeah, made that experience so much more unique and just it was a great time. It was fun to be back on stage. (laughs) We'll get to that. What we just heard in a bit here. That show was so fun because... Uh, we got to be honest with everyone, our old promos from 2014, so it was time for a little bit of a tune-up. It was time for a little bit of a tune-up, freshen up the look, uh, you know, make some new stuff, and yeah, I'm excited for, for what's to come. It's going to be fun sharing it with everyone. I'm guessing with editing and getting the, the final polishing, uh, mastering on it, probably three to four weeks we'll have that ready. and uh, We have all sorts of new things coming. Well, you were happy because we can tell everyone now that we closed with Bread Fan. We did not open with it. We did not open with it, and we opened with, what was it? Oh, yeah, Creep. <laughs> yeah, I just had to cave into you, but I thought, well, when you're making a promo, better make her solid. So better what better way it, to open with Creeping Death? Right, make it easy. It was fun. Thanks to everyone that came out, the Southern Theater in Minneapolis. Uh, a lot of familiar faces. It was so cool to be together. No one was wearing masks. There was no six-foot rule, and everything from Creeping Death to Orion. Unforgiven 2. 2, Ride the Lightning, uh, King Nothing. King Nathan. King Nathan. Hello, Seth. (laughs) When you're making a promo, you have to play a lot of the greatest hits to get that, you know, those five seconds of each major song on a promo, but we threw some rarities in there. I Disappear I had fun with. I had a great time. I always love playing that song. Thanks to everyone for rocking out, making the video special. When it comes out, you'll see your uh, smiling faces in there. What else can we talk about? Oh, Metallica's playing some festivals. I was just about to say, speaking of shows, looks like they announced some some new festival dates. Dude, that's that's refreshing to see. I mean, just not a one-off here or a one-off there. We got... What was it? Copenhagen's the first one. Netherlands, Italy, Czech Republic. Yeah. Portugal, 
Belgium and Spain, pretty much a summer party of 22. God, that seems weird to say 2022. Yeah, it seems so far away. It feels like this is something that they're gearing up for like right now. It's like uh, we still got makeup dates from 20. Now we're talking about 22. I thought that they had a new album coming too. What's going on here? I don't know, man. Maybe it's the other, other, other new song they're going to play. And hopefully they have the right bass player this time. (laughs) Maybe they'll have Bob. They could. Maybe they should go to Hawaii and play some gigs because you and I are going to the 50th state tonight. All right, man. You know what? If we can't go there ourselves with one, then we're going to go there with APFA. APFA, direct to uh, Kauai. Beautiful, quiet island. Kauai, who knew that you could get your tooth pulled and end up in paradise as the day ends with a diehard Die hard for life, Metallica fan. You ready to rock? Let's uh, let's test his knowledge and see what he's got. Let's do it. Here we go. Kauai. Can you say Kauai Hawaii? That sounds pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. I'd say Kauai Hawaii. That is that a, a legal address? We're gonna find out. We have to find out. Yeah. Season four, episode nine, from Kauai Hawaii, and me missing a tooth, Brett. Subolowski. What's up, man? Yeah. Thanks, Shane. All good. Sun's shining over here. <laughs> yeah, it looks, it looks nice and bright there. It's dark where me and Shane are here. Dude, the sun is shining bright, and I don't want to edit out whatever animal that was in the background during our intro, oh, but what's going on that? there? What? Oh, that that's my... Is it a rooster? Oh, yeah, it was a rooster. That's right. That was. You heard that, yeah? Oh, we could hear it very, oh, very clear. Clears the bell, and yep. that's your rooster bread. No, I'm actually. Uh, I manage a condo here in town, and they just walk freely around, and they're like, they're just around, just just part that, of Kauai, you know. That is awesome. Like Alice in Chains roosters. <laughs> Someone said there's more. Uh, there's more chickens here than people. <laughs> So they're just wild and just on their just own. Just wild. Huh? Yeah, wherever you go, it's kind of like if you go to somewhere and there's squirrels. It's just like that, you know. I would much rather see chickens and stuff running around than squirrels. Squirrels are annoying. I I had one stuck in my swimming pool a couple weeks ago, and I had really? to, I had oh, to, I had to go in there with the net and and get it out. It was a pain <laughs> in the ass. It took me like a oh, half boy. an hour to get the thing out of the pool, and then I eventually flung it in the air like. 10 15 feet and it fell hopefully yeah, no one came from to snuff Peter the rooster. Calls us. <laughs> <laughs> hey i got it out it lived it survived we're all good brett how long you been in hawaii is that home for you you know i uh it is now but my dad was uh is was from connecticut okay. so uh he was down here in 68 in oahu met my mom so as kids, we moved back and forth in the 70s, so someone had to give. So we kind of lived up there early when we were kids. And then about, about 10 years old, we came here. So I've been here ever since. So as a kid, you were bouncing between Connecticut and Hawaii? Yeah, kind of back and forth. Uh, some but serious up miles. There. Yeah, yeah. Right on. And what do you do now? I, I just manage a condo. I've been here for 20 years. Okay. Uh, it's good. Good enough, surviving. He's, he's living the life, man. He lives on an <laughs> island. It's beautiful it's every day. I mean, 
there's spam i'm hoping so so you're good to go <laughs> yeah that's right there is a lot of spam i can't eat it it's bad for my health <laughs> uh, yeah it's a little salty i just it always makes me think of that adam sandler movie you know 50 first dates and the the spam and peanut butter cups i was always curious if people in hawaii actually ate that as a combination or if that was that was just a joke <laughs> i really believe so you know i really believe so we thought we'd drop by and wish you bon voyage this is from nick and sue they send their best wishes for a safe trip that's very nice spam and reese's <laughs> all right i love spam and reese's can i have it um, I guess. And I'm pretty sure Spam is originated from Minnesota, so it's funny that it's popular wow. that far away. Austin, Minnesota. Not to uh, be confused with Austin, Massachusetts. Austin. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Austin, Massachusetts. Right. What movie was that? <laughs> Road Trip. That's right, Tom Green. Tom Green, yeah. I believe he said Austin. Oh, yeah, Austin, Austin Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Yep. <laughs> Where did he go? Austin. Austin, Massachusetts. Brett married, kids, animals. Well, we know you got roosters. Uh, how about kids and a wife? You know, uh, we're getting married. Actually, me and my fiance Trina, she's here. Congrats. Say hi real quick. Is uh, she going to join the party here? She doesn't have a mic, but here she is. Say hi. There she is. Rock and roll. Hey, hi, hey, Trina. Hey, how are you? Welcome to a podcast for all. You're you're gonna marry this crazy Metallica guy. <laughs> she uh she actually brought me out of uh you know I I yeah I've been a Metallica fan since '86 maybe '85 but whoa nice. as of as of recently um when we met you know I I played I think I played Fate to Black for her and five years ago we met yeah and um. I gradually put it in, you know, the melodic stuff, and then she, she was a, she she loved the Black Album back in the nineties. So. Smart man, start. But, so off, she knew smart, who they were. Slow, she then, did, yeah. And then and slowly and work up the battery, right? And, did, yeah, yeah and didn't was, say, yeah. hey, or listen to Saint Anger first song. Her favorite, her favorite album is Justice and Justice yes. for All because when she works out, she's like Jeff's kind of girl. She listens to. Yeah. That's my favorite album. That's a great album to really to listen to. Wow. Yep, yep. Justice has I'm always impressed. been my favorite. Nothing like pumping iron to eye of the beholder, right, boys? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. You mentioned eighty-five, eighty-six, Brett. Is that is that when the uh, memory started to remain, and it all uh, was downhill from there? <laughs> downhill. Yeah. Thanks, Shane. <laughs> you know, I as I'm getting older, my memories. Uh, like I've seen some photos of my baseball that my mom took and I don't remember the whole season so but getting back to the metal I was more of a metal fan in 85 you know thank God for my friends uh, Julius Atta they were passing around these cassette tapes and I was in their I was friends with them and this other guy named Dynamite so we they would Napoleon? give me a tape to go <laughs> actually that's his name Dynamite Lee you know so uh <laughs> That that is a badass name. Who's I want thank to meet you. Dynamite Lee. Thank you for him. He's my classmate. I see him now and then. Um, but he would he got us into to metal, and he would give nice. us tapes like uh, not just him, but my friend Julius. He would give us like Anthrax, Spreading Disease, Overkill, Feel the Feel the Fire. I know Metallica, Kill 'Em All. It was in there too. Nice. There was the Metal Church. Um, oh, I love Metal Church. Slayer, Hello Eights. I went home with that. I was terrified. I mean, I was 15 <laughs> or 14. Who knows? You know. 
So but thank yeah. you, Dynamite Lee. Whatever Metallica I want to feel like, gosh. <laughs> and thank God they were listening to metal. And then, you know, so I was basically generally a metal fan before a Metallica fan. So, but yeah, in 86, I became a Metallica fan. And uh, what did it for you? What was the, the spark that finally just, it hit you and you were like, yep, this is it. Again, my friends, you know, I was I was more of a follower. So my, my grandfather was ill. And this is the, uh, I went up in the summer of 86. I was 15. And I went to Connecticut for June and July. And before I went, my friends told me, Brett, you need to buy Metallica Master of Puppets. And they didn't say anything else. They didn't say, buy Ride the Lightning. And this. And they said, buy that. So when Just I got up there. Puppets. Yeah. And um, so I was there for a few days. My Uncle Gregory, God bless him. He was the radical one. He, you know, he had his hot red car and his sound system. And I says, take me to the mall, you know. And so we went to the mall. I bought Master of Puppets at some mall in Connecticut. And he was listening to Envy Malmsteen, which is fine, you know, which is cool. And I popped that tape oh, in on the way awesome. back home. And battery started. And I was like, yeah. You, know? like you hear that <laughs> classical guitar? Yeah, that sounds pretty cool. Just like your dude. Just wait. <laughs> I respected his music, but he let me put that tape in, man. And it started from battery. I think it ended by the time we got to his house, Master of Puppets or so. So, yeah, that was my intro. And we can see you. And we can see right now you're wearing a Damage Ink shirt. I'm guessing you bought that shirt that same day, the same one you're wearing right now, correct? I wish I did, but no. Okay. <laughs> dude, that's a great story. I mean... Yeah. Metal Church to Slayer to Overkill to Hey Kid, go buy a Master of Puppets. You won't regret it. So for two straight months, I had my room upstairs, my grandparents' house. That's all I listened to. So mm-hmm. that was, isn't that odd? That's what they told me to do, so that's what I did. <laughs> I mean, if they said Brett took out some other metal tapes, I would have done that. But that's all I listened to for two straight months. Oh, that sounds pretty familiar. I remember after a couple months of, you know, 10 hours a day listening to Ride the Lightning cassette. The cassette started to get tired and there were spots in that taper would slow down and you just accepted it because you're like, (laughs) Jeff, that was perfect. (laughs) Hey, I remember cassettes. There's still parts of Fade to Black and Trapped Under Ice on my original cassette that when I hear those songs now, I think about where that... You still hear the... Yep, that's how much that cassette's burned in my brain because... It it never it never left the player. Just like Brett's puppet sounds like it's still hasn't left the player. Great stuff, man. Thanks for sharing that. I like to hear your stories too. Oh my god, dude. So <laughs> please tell me you saw him soon after that. You know, I thinking about it now that no I didn't and even and I I, I think a couple months ago or last year I went on the Metallica site and looked where they were in eighty six in June. They were down in Texas somewhere. I didn't I didn't think that big, you know, I, I don't know. I just, it's just not how my brain worked, you know? So, I mean, if I would go back in time, I would have found a way, you know? Well, so, we all would have. Oh yeah. I think we all agree that there's a handful of concerts that we wish we could go back and see if we could go back in time. Um, when was the first time you saw them? You know, honestly, 2017, Orlando. Wow. Yeah. Honest, Surprises me, Brett. Thanks to my fiance because Orlando she's like, too. Gotta thank the yeah lady. we yeah thank God for her. Like I said, I was a Metallica fan, but I never, of course, having the kids. You know, I was married at the time. Of course, I'm divorced, but you know, I, I just it would have been selfish for me to fly up 
or mm-hmm. even bring the kids. I didn't think that big, you know. So well, I suppose like, well, Metallica, Metallica doesn't make it to Hawaii very much. <laughs> I just looked online too. The last time there was '98, and you know, it's different here because it's you know you live on islands, and I I don't I can't judge. I can't say who listens to what, but. I think we're we're just a very few handful on Kawhi lists of metal, so <laughs> you know it is what it is. Yeah, Jeff, it's kind of hard to pack up the full Arsenal stage and fly that to uh, Kawhi. Yeah, yeah, I think that'd be a little much. I think they might lose on that deal. You know, they could just show up with the the cunning rig the after it all collapses. You know, a couple combo ams, a wave caster, a flying V, and four light bulbs. And four light bulbs, done deal. <laughs> The whole entire island would show up to see that. Maybe they'd be profitable if they recreated uh, 1983 at the Metro. Right, right. I'd go see that. I'd mm-hmm. fly there to go see that, potentially. <laughs> That'd be my reason to go to Hawaii. You just want to see them play original Flying Vs for the entire show and not switch them out. Yeah, I want to see Kirk get his guitar ripped from his hands <laughs> and passed around the crowd. As you hold up a sign like on Cliff Amal, it says, check this shit out. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Someday we will recreate that. Oh, someday. So, Brett, 2017, where where did that all go down? When did that dream come true? Yeah, what a crazy ride. It it just seems like yesterday. um, Well, we had gotten tickets to San Diego was the summer. I think that was August. Oh, my God. And then, then my obsession kicked in. Then I started knowing, hey, this meet and greet stuff, and yeah. you know, we scored a meet and greet for Orlando because that's all there was. Then there was two, so flying anywhere wasn't a problem for us because that meet and greet. So nice, yeah, was 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 just crazy. It's like a dream, you know, dream come true. So San Diego at uh, Petco Park. That was yeah, a couple months after Orlando. I that- was there with you, man. Really? You were there? Yeah, wow. that, was, that was great. That, you know, it was crazy. Like, the next day we went into this grocery store, and my, of course Trina's wearing a Metallica shirt, as she always does. Um, the, the guy at the cashier says, were you at the concert? Like We were like, yeah. He says, did, did you see all the ambulances and mosh pits? We're like, no, because we were in it. <laughs> <laughs> so there was it was crazy stuff we, that you We were the see. ones that started the mosh pit. <laughs> Yeah. Oh yeah, it was, was it was our first experience. Like we were like it was nuts, man. It was crazy. It was a great show. I think if was crazy. I remember right, they played Fight Fire with Fire. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Great show. Yeah. Perfect, perfect summer San Diego night. Couldn't get any better. <laughs> how how many times have you seen Metallica, Brett? So three. Nice. So it was Orlando, the stadium tour, uh, and then San Diego and then 2018 we went to portland and did the that arena one which is really intimate you know we so we brought our kids the first was just me and trina orlando meet and greet san diego was her daughter and my son bracha and her daughter tawny and then i brought my other three kids to portland so we was it was even you know like we took them all you know we took all the kids so wow man yeah they they all got blown away mom and dad are pretty cool there holy cow yeah back to yeah Back to what you just said, that right there, if you think about it, what he said about, you know, the arena setting being a little bit more intimate, that's a sign of making it when when you're playing in an arena and that's the intimate setting. 
Yeah, exactly. That's the small setting. Yeah, I heard that, and I was like, man, that just goes to show you how incredibly big that band is. I mean, it's just when that is your small setting, well done. When you go from (laughs) Petco Park to the, uh, what's what's Portland, the Rose Garden? Uh, What was it, the arena? Used to be called the Rose Garden. My memory is Oh, the Moda Center. Yeah, Moda Center, that's right. And uh, we came prepared for the Moda Center. You know, we brought our Hawaiian flag. Nice. And my battle jacket all set. And, you know, we saw. Dad's got a battle jacket. How cool is that? Yeah, I, I, I was a year in the making, all embroidered too, not the, not the cheap stuff, you know. So when you talk about the two of you, Brett, going to a meet and greet, was that the the hardwired experience? Yes, it was. Yes. Wow. So you were both in there. We were both there, and they made they made uh, they joked about Trina's shirt because it was all like cut in holes, and <laughs> it, you know when we just that Lars's voice, like it was so familiar. That they entered the room and they looked across and they said, "Is it a washing machine issue?" Like it was so funny, you know. But it was so surreal because, you know, I've seen so many Lars's interviews and you see him on stage, and then just to hear his voice in the same room was like, "Oh my God," you know. So he walked in and noticed her first, and then said the washing machine comment. Something like that, and then James (laughs) came in and he said uh, something about an air conditioner, babe. Something like that. It was just they're already. On it, and we were just we were just like stone frozen, like oh my god, it's them, <laughs> and they're across the room. You know, we're not even talking to them yet. You know, this is in Orlando. In Orlando. Very cool. I've been in one of those, and they last about twenty twenty five minutes. But man, it seems it feels like about two minutes. Yeah, um, Kirk was tripping out because I told him, "Do you remember me when I met you in uh, was it eighty? 80- 88? I met him in 88 August at the at the rent-a-car place. Whoa. He said, yeah, man, you're the guy from Hawaii with the roosters. Yeah, I remember you. And um, I think they were mostly in awe because we traveled from Hawaii. They're like, you right. guys came here all the way here from Hawaii? Like, like they couldn't believe it. He said, you yeah, know? because you guys never show up there. Come on down and I don't have to yeah. travel so far. <laughs> so it was really good. They're really down to earth. Um Rob too. I think James for me, for us, he had a presence in the room. You know, I didn't realize how tall he was and you know, his presence is very I don't know what the right word is, it's very strong. He's just kinda he's got that larger than life persona. Yeah. And just he was really cool. He talked up we talked about Maui because he took his family to Maui a few times. Um, Lars is really I think Lars most of out of all of them. He just puts out so much energy. Like, I don't know how they do it. That's what everybody says that has ever met them. They always say that Lars is just, it doesn't matter. He is always just like 110%. And he's like right there with his toothpick in his mouth. He's right in your face. I mean, the photos that they took and sent us, he's like right there. And it's like, but them to perform all this, I don't know how they do it. I don't know how they put out so much energy. And um, it kind of hit us later. Like, how did they do that? Like, how did they perform so well and you know reach out to people and talk to them or whatever it is you know whatever they're doing you know so we're in the snake pit too that that orlando one so that makes a big difference crazy and i've never seen any concerts they've always seemed very genuine (laughs) with their fans like it doesn't matter how big they've ever gotten they always remember where they came from and who got them there and that's the fans you know, I've said this probably five times before, but I, I still need to reiterate it. 
Lars is like the host of the party. He makes everyone feel comfortable, at ease, relaxed, and it's no act. What you see is what you get. And the fortunate times where I've been able to say hello to them and meet them under weird circumstances, James enters the room and everyone's kind of like, there he is, like, you know, there's kind of like this glowing, like, dun, dun, dun. Like, <laughs> here he is. And then, and then he comes up to you, and you know, it's like, it's those moments. It's those moments where what you think he is is when you truly learn who he is because he's so quiet and level-headed and down-to-earth, and that's who he is. Everyone that – it's funny, I get this question a lot, like, Shane, I'm sure you've met Metallica through your band and your podcast, blah, 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 blah. What do they like? And they always think the total opposite of what James is because they, you know, picture MTV from freaking 1989. Yeah! You know, Lars reminds me, you said he's the life of the party. He's like the the heavy metal Jay Gatsby, you know, like from the great yes. Gatsby. That's who he reminds me of. Like, he's just that, that guy that it's like he would throw this big party and invite everybody in and just say, let's have a good time. So it is, man. It's like he's like the uh, the MC of the night, kind of yeah. like the Jim Brewer of the evening. <laughs> it cracked me a little liquid death here, a little thirsty after that uh, anesthesia is wearing off. You survive, man. You survive. Well, I'm Brett. Here, Brett. I knew we were gonna have fun tonight. We were going to Hawaii. I said, pull that sucker out. I got shit to do later. <laughs> I'm glad you're here. So, Brett, we're gonna do a little and voting for all right now, and uh, we're gonna pick between two specific things, and you got to choose one of them. Tonight sure. we are going to do a little uh, battle of the producers. So I don't know how familiar how familiar you are with Metallica's producers, but we're going to pick two legendary ones. Are you ready? Ready. All right, man. Tonight we have Bob Rock versus Fleming Rasmussen. So Ooh, the guy who did oh Fleming, wow, whoa, whoa that whoa, was whoa. quick. I didn't hear that. He well, that's Flem. just my opinion. He he said Fleming right off the bat. Yeah. It was so fast by the time the signal traveled from Hawaii <laughs> to Florida, I couldn't hear it. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he, I was about to say something. He was just like Fleming. I was like, whoa. Wow. That's interesting, Jeff. You're, you're making me think now. Brett doesn't even have to think. It's just him and the rooster and that car <laughs> horn honking. And he just throws out Fleming like it's a millisecond. Is that because of the... Um, because of puppets. Yeah, I was going to say, is that because of puppets and just like the sentimental value to that album? Or is it just you happen to like that era of Metallica better? You like the sound, you know? Well, I think it's just because I guess I'm considered, well, I consider myself probably more of an old school fan. Right. You know, not not, not that I'm not a new, you know, I love hardwired and stuff, but it's just, it just takes me back. Like I, if I could be in a place to live over again, I'd, I'd be in the 80s, man. That's just me. Living in the 80s, listening to Puppets and Justice, Anything. having a good time. Yes, so that's that's kind of why. More more of that the sentimental. Yeah, the sentimental attachment, that, yeah. Those those albums that we produce, so yeah. Definitely, I hear you, man. What about you, Shane? I love all the trucks, cars, motorcycles, and roosters in the background. <laughs> I don't think that's... I don't, I don't want to edit any of that out because it's just... It's just classic Hawaii. For real. It makes me feel like we are sitting in his living room having this conversation with him. 
where's the palm trees and the pina coladas and the chickens under my desk? Hey, you know. Right out that window. If I open the window, you see it. <laughs> Weather-wise, we're all kind of on the same playing field, and that's that's rare for Minneapolis to be on the on the same level. Speaking with Florida of that, and <laughs> I saw you were 99 degrees yesterday, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, it's been warm. We've had Minneapolis like, 99, Hawaii probably 84, and Florida was 89. What's wrong with this picture? Yeah, what's going now on? We got here? A siren. Now that sounds like <laughs> Minneapolis. <laughs> that might be us. <laughs> oh, this is classic. So back to the in voting for all uh, segment, Shane. Which one would you pick, Bob or Fleming? Uh, we all know my favorite albums are Ride and Justice. Right. Which probably gives you the answer. But when I think of overall producing and pushing a band and opening up a band to new ideas and elevating a band and improving a band as a producer in a studio, I got to go with Bob Rock. I agree 100%. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. I've thought that Bob Rock is the greatest producer of the last 30 years, easily. Did you know he produced 311? Yes, I did. And it's funny because that album gets a lot of criticism from a lot of their diehard fans. I've been a diehard fan of 311 since I was a little kid. I think that's one of their best albums. If you really listen to it... You can just hear how Bob pushed them. And a lot of people say, well, that he pushed them in the wrong direction. No, he just pushed them in a more musical direction, in my opinion. Right. And that's what Bob That's what Bob does. Sexton, one of my favorite drummers, 311. Yep, absolutely. Every single member of that band is top-notch. You know, they. I feel like they don't get enough credit for what they do. Very true. But when I think of... Uh how Metallica changed from Justice to the Black Album and how the Black Album went. I mean, they were with him all the way through, you know, St. Anger and a little bit past St. Anger. That's that's a hell of a switch and change and push. And Well, yeah, I mean, just look honest, at this. Bob had a lot to do with that. Oh, he did. I mean, just look at the difference between the Black Album and Load. I mean, there's a night and day difference there, too. You know what I mean? And then you look at struggle within to ain't my bitch. A little bit of a left turn. A little bit of a left turn, exactly. But still, you know, one track to another. Still Metallica, absolutely. Well, and voting for all season four, episode nine. Voting opens Thursday morning, closes late Thursday night with results on Friday. Brett, did you make a master of albums? I have a hunch you did. Uh, I hope I did, uh, if I'm following it correctly. I hope it's called Master of Chickens. <laughs> that would be a good. That's a new, the new uh, album name, though. Just... Now it's going to be Rooster or Down in a Hole. <laughs> <laughs> Do we have an album title for this, Brad? Well, there's two, and um, wow. thanks to my son, he helped me out. So I guess one of them is The Beholder. The Beholder? The, the Beholder. Just The Beholder. The Beholder. The Beholder. I like it. Simple. He must not have an eye. <laughs> nope, not anymore. He actually, he actually can he draws a lot. And I'm like, hey, you know, I I can't draw. I don't have the patience anymore. But he, I can't draw he draws either. a lot. How, I, uh, I got some old drawings, but I was like, how did I do that? You know. How old's your son? He is 19. So do you have any kind of 
album cover like idea or anything that you're envisioning when yeah, you think of a pina colada right right <laughs> but yeah like what do you see in your head when you say the beholder like what what's coming to mind again i i went to him because uh and he did this whoa he drew that he drew some dude creature you know coming out of the window hold that and... up higher there brett closer to the camera did say metal up your ass? Yeah, that was going to be the title <laughs> track. <laughs> metal up your ass. I, a, I love it. I have a story about that, you know, the Muya thing. I have a story about that. Well. But, yeah, so I just good time took to it share off it. on his drawing. Yeah. So, real quick. Um, so, in, in 88, when, when Kirk showed up with his first wife, uh, he, he eventually signed my, my card, my uh, booklet. I, I forgot to booklet. go back to that. This is at the rental car place? At the dollar rental car, it was August 6, 1988. Why? Because I wrote the date in the booklet. How does Haven remembers? <laughs> dollar rental car. Where was this at? Hawaii? Right here in Kauai. Little old tiny Kauai. Kauai, so, Hawaii. I didn't think that they just had finished the Monsters of Rock. You know, if you really think about it, they just finished. and Yeah, summer of 88. So I was the guy to bring tourists their cars. So he pull up, you know, this is, I knew who he was. Mm-hmm. You know, he had his he had his hat on backwards. I got him this yellow convertible, beat up. It wasn't even nice. You know how the new ones had the ground effects. He had the older one, top down. It says, "You're Kirk Hammett." You know, please sign my book. So he did. So he wrote to Brett Kirk Hammett, and he put Muya. And he I put his luggage in the car. They drove off. So I was sitting there. What the what the hell is Muya? I was like, what is this? I think for an hour went by. And I was like, oh, my God. Then it hit me. It's metal up your ass. And this is... <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. In, in uh, 88, that's when he wasn't signing KH. He was still signing his full name. He had his full name. Oh, you're going to show and us. I, this going to be great. And I still have Jeff Kirk's rocking a yellow convertible on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> and here it is. Maybe it's a Geronimo. I don't know. Where's that thing? So that's what he did. Right oh there. sure! Look at that full signature. Is that the full name? Huh? Brett Mua. Yep, full Kirk Hammett. And that's the the booklet. See, it's just a car booklet. <laughs> oh, it's like the damage sheet when you accept yeah, yeah. your car and say, "Hey, I've got a scratch on the bumper." Right. I would be the guy to give the car, and they walk through and look for dents. It's and, like planes, you know. trains, and automobiles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this isn't so bad. They should be able to buff this out. Yeah, I thought it'd be a lot worse than this. I'll be able to buff this out, no problem. Oh, yeah. 88. Rockin' dollar <laughs> rental car, Kirk Hammett. <laughs> oh, how things have changed. Just a little bit. I asked, I, my mom was working in the front desk, and I was off the day he returned the car, so I gave my mom my magazine, my Metallica magazine. He signed the, she came home one day. Thank God for my mom, man. She she got me all these Metallica stuff, the Cliff of hey, all. To the moms. You know, God bless mom. And she she came home from work because I was off. And she gave me the magazine. I'm like, I'm looking through the pages. Where, you know, I thought he'd sign the front. Mm-hmm. And then there's a there's a page, there's a two-sheet page where he signed it where he's playing his guitar with his teeth and he signed it. So that's... Did he sign uh, Mua again? No, he just, just his name. Cool. He kept just it classy for mom. <laughs> mom. Mom's rule, man. Thank God for mom. That's a cool story. Nothing like a rental car or 
yellow convertible <laughs> and metal up your ass autograph for what age were you at the time? I was 17. Yeah. Talk about on cloud nine. How cool is that? Yeah. And, you know, he looked tired, you know, and the next day he was at the mall with his hair out and my sister was working in a deli place. She ran out because I told her, hey, I met Kirk Hammett. He signed her <laughs> napkin. But he was walking out with his hair out like it was like, you know, nothing. So it was like she had an experience too. Kauai's a small island. You see him every day. Tiny. All right, Jeff, if you want to meet Kirk, you got to go work at Dollar Rental Car. <laughs> right. <laughs> you got this. Well, dude, it's called The Beholder. We've got metal up your ass on it. Your son designed it. Let's hear some songs, Brett. You ready, Jeff? Yes, I am. First question. Well, not first question. One more question, I should say. Did you use all 12 song slots or are we going to be sure? Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. I had a feeling. Of course you did. <laughs> I cut you off again. I just can't wait to the question. No, it's all it. good. It's all good. I, I had yeah, a feeling yeah. that you did utilize all 12 <laughs> slots, but I just wanted to ask. I wanted to make sure. At least yes, you didn't I make did. a double album like that couple from Missouri. Missouri. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones that got to... Uh, stretched the the limit there <laughs> it was all good loved it absolutely all right let's hear let's hear the tracks 12 tracks here we go well, number one master of puppets who was an opener two fate the black hey i like that three creeping death four welcome home sanitarium i see a theme here yeah i was gonna say in the fourth five <laughs> pretty early from stuff. the Beltals. <laughs> Dude. Six is Fight Fire with Fire. Yes. Se- seven is Orion. Okay, let's just have a kill ride puppets medley and call the night, <laughs> boys. Eight is uh, Four Horsemen. <laughs> Nine is One. Oh, some new stuff from 1988. And then you'll be happy with the last three, which is Thing That Should Not Be, Battery, and Damage Incorporated. <laughs> so almost all of master oh puppets. My God. That's my that's my master track. Welcome to the puppets lightning medley. <laughs> <laughs> that is a great album, though. I love that. That's perfect. Oh my God, uh, Jeff. Knowing that, we could have skipped the uh, Fleming Bob Rock question. <laughs> yeah, we probably should have. We should have done the master of albums first, and then done the in voting for all. Well, a quick recap, folks. The album's called The Beholder, opening with Puppets, Into Fade, Creep. I almost said Sanitation. Sanitarium, (laughs) Bells, Fight Fire, Orion, Four Horsies, One, Thing, Batty, and Damage. uh, That's right to the point in your face. No no prisoners. Welcome home, Sanitation. No prisoners. Welcome home, Sanitation. James has called it sanitation before. That's where I got that. That's the uh, that's the COVID version where everybody had to wash their hands a bunch. Somebody wash that mic off. <laughs> hey man, you better wash that mic off. Wow. So basically, is Fleming well, also he... producing this record as well? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. I'd say that's a safe bet. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. That's why this is your album, and I mean theoretically. This is what you would see as, all right, if Metallica were to put out this record, not necessarily as a greatest hits, but this is the record they put out, I mean, that's that's the ultimate list right there. It doesn't really get much better than that. I like how Brett's newest song to date 
is from 1988. Well, I mean, again, it's the master of albums. It doesn't it doesn't need to be a greatest hits. It's you know what what do you imagine them putting out as your ideal album? And man, that hit on all cylinders. I was hoping for a little Ronnie, maybe a little Ronnie. bad seed. <laughs> <laughs> Not tonight, Kinda- Jeff. Well, we know that we know that Shane's Master of Albums is going to open up with where the wild things are, so it could <laughs> as an opener. <laughs> the opener. <laughs> well, Brett, after all though, after not all those, those 12 absolute classic masterpieces, there has to be a song that should not bleh, let me try that again. No! There has to be a song that should not be. Do you have one? Oh boy, uh, yeah. I, I was listening to your podcast. I, I don't know if there's a should not be. You some. know, I was really, really because I don't even. You know, I was expecting you to, to rattle one off super quickly, like you did with some of those other questions, and now it's like, whoa, 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 whoa we're holding it back a little bit. There's got to be one. I can't think of one. No, I really. Wow. Uh, this is a true dialogue. I don't know. You know why? Because I don't know. I'm just so negative that I, I've just learned to be positive. So I don't. Maybe that's the reason. I mean, I've well worked said. on this for so, years. So how about a least favorite so, song then? Maybe not a song that you hate, but just what would be a, you know one that maybe it's like eh, you know I like a couple other songs better. I'm, I'm gonna give him an audible here, Jeff. Maybe a least favorite. Maybe a list. Moment. <laughs> maybe a moment in the band's uh, hey, career. That's fair. That's fair. Right. I I have to say, I mean, Saint Anger. I mean, that would be Ooh. one of those songs there. Insert you know? knife into Jeff and turn. Uh. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? You know what? Speaking of that, I did see earlier on on Facebook. It was this thing, mm-hmm. you know, defending an album that should not be or whatever, and it's a big old long extended cell phone and oh, I the text yeah and I just so happened to see that my my co-host Shane the first album he put on the comments was oh, Saint Anger. saw what I wrote today I saw yeah you said that one I think Motley <laughs> Crue and Risk Risk that's what it was yep Motley Crue's self-titled album very underrated yeah I mean and it's it's got some it's got some jams on it it does Hey Brett, can I interrupt yes. your episode for a minute? Sure. I have I have a it's surprise. Fine. I have a surprise for Jeff. Sure. Um, I thought I was gonna wait for a couple weeks on this, but I got a package in the mail a couple days ago. I was up in Minneapolis filming that promo with Jeff, and I had to work for a little bit. And I came home to a little surprise in the mail from one of our listeners, Jeff. Oh boy. <clears throat> As Brett said, Saint Anger is a little tough to listen to. Maybe not his least favorite, but if he had if he had to choose one, since we kind of held the gun to his head, Jeff, he went with our uh, favorite Street Anger. <laughs> and as most listeners of him podcast for all know, Saint Anger is very near and dear to Jeff for so many sentimental reasons. Right, Jeff, are you familiar with the name? His full name is Daniel John Kaus. Yes, I am. That's uh, it's, he's basically he's my brother. <laughs> you know, I'm an only child, but he was he lived next door to me. I met him when I was like two and a half years old, and I've known him basically my whole life. He messaged me a couple weeks ago and said, "I have something of Jeff's that I would like to share with him 
on one of your episodes on the air and surprise the hell out of them. Hmm. <laughs> Are you sure you're ready for this? I, I don't know. <laughs> I am holding from your childhood the original copy of your favorite album. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. This is yours, buddy. <laughs> and by the condition of what Mr. Am I saying his right name? Dan Koss? Dan Kaus. Kaus? Yep. Uh, Kaus said you have to see this in person, Shane, because the condition of the St. Anger sleeve is so worn and Ooh. beaten up and sticky and the corners are cut and it's dirty. That's just how much Jeff loves that record. And, dude, when I opened up the package and opened this, I'm like, this is the most weathered St. Anger sleeve I have seen in my entire <laughs> life. I am, I am impressed, dude. So here it is. You know what? It's really funny because I was just thinking to myself recently. <laughs> Look at that. Where Look the at hell? that. I didn't realize that he had that album. So that's where that album <laughs> ended up. I've been wondering where it was. I was like, I really want to watch that DVD. But I don't, I don't remember right where here, it was, and that's super, super funny. Wow, that is definitely. Most, ca- you caught me off guard. I'm glad with that. I caught you off guard. I'll, I'll bring it up next week. But Dan said I have to mail this to you so you can do it on the air, and I said that's going to be awesome. That is a legit reaction. Just so everybody knows, look, I did not expect that at all. That's incredible. Brett, look how torn the. Um, oh boy. I mean, yeah, can you see, see that, that detail right there? How torn and beat up yeah. this thing is. And I it, mean, it's, Jeff, it looks like Jeff put this in his school bag for like three years straight and listened to it classic, daily because it, it's barely holding together. And that's just proves how near and dear this is to Jeff. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. Legendary. The complete opposite of how Pizzles is. His is in perfect condition still. <laughs> Never touched. How many times has this been played? Oh, God, dude. Look, look at it. It's probably scratched as fuck. <laughs> You know, it's actually not too bad. It's got some, you can tell, it's got some miles on it, but I still think it plays pretty well. Well, you're going to have to pop it in and test it out before you bring it I'm back. Gonna. <laughs> I am I am impressed, dude. So That's cool. thank you, Mr. Koss, for uh, making... <laughs> making history here on APFA. Making history on uh, Season 4, Episode 9, all the way from Kauai. St. Anger's got to come back to uh, Minneapolis. Yes, it is. And, Dan, if you're listening, and, uh, you know, I've, I've been looking for that CD for a while. So thank you for sending it to Shane. I will be taking it back now. <laughs> I don't know if I've even met your uh, so-called almost brother because he messaged me. And I'm like, who the hell is this guy? And he's like, hey, on the down low, I've got Jeff St. Anger. I'm like, send that to me. You have met him before, but, like, all of his recent Facebook pictures, he's got a big old beard. When you met him, he was still in the Marine Corps. So he didn't have a beard. He looked quite a bit different. Oh, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. He's been to a bunch of our shows when he's been home on leave and stuff like that. But he looked a little bit different then. Cool. So you guys used to just hang out and crank the same Every single day. We day were, after school? We were together every single day because, like I said, I mean, I was an only child and he lived right next door to me. We were inseparable for 20 years. <laughs> And he's not a St. Anger fan. No, he is. No, he is. He's, okay. he's one of the okay. few. I have a couple friends that really enjoy that album. It's me, him, and Taylor, as you know. And we're like the three yep. that always loved St. Anger, and that was about it. <laughs> She'd come home from school and watch that rehearsal DVD almost oh, daily. Oh, easily. Easily. Nice. Yep. Nice. That and Cunning Stunts, Seattle, you know. 
It was on repeat. I love in that time. rehearsal DVD. I don't know what song it is. You have to refresh my memory. They're done jamming at the end of one song. Rob falls down on the floor, and James is like, "Medic." Oh yeah, that. I want to say that's like at the end of the DVD. I don't remember. It's been a while since I've seen it, but I think it's towards the end. Maybe we should run some commentary on the rehearsals. I would love to do a commentary episode on that. That would be Brett, uh, Brett, we're coming to Hawaii to watch St. Anger rehearsals <laughs> and play with the rooster. I'm here, man. You're going to have to listen <laughs> to St. Anger, but hey, you know what? Yeah, I don't mind it. It's, it's, you know, it's, it's Metallica. I still love them. You know? I bought the CD, too. That same. And he did exactly what Pizzle did. He listened to it once and then put it back on the shelf and never touched yeah. it again. <laughs> I was proud. I was proud. I was still proud of them. And you forgot to say he put it back in the jewel case. Hey, you know, hey. even the Napster stuff, I was still hardcore. Who would have, ever, who would have ever thought that Lars actually ended up being right all along about the whole Napster thing? Because look at, even though the whole, like, you know, online music thing, it's a little bit more legal now with, like, Apple Music and Spotify and all that stuff. Right. But all these right. artists, they're not making any money at all. And I think he 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 definitely saw something that not a lot of people saw, and he got a lot of shit for it. And mm-hmm. I think looking back on it, he he was right. Brett probably has that T-shirt that says "Lars was right." Have you seen those? I have not, but that'd be nice to have. Oh, that's so cool! <laughs> He's like, now I'm gonna get on the old eBay and look for one. I just remember seeing. I think it was MTV. Like they showed these. People stomping on the CDs. And oh yeah, just, people they also, were burning yes. their that shit. Was brutal, was like, man. I'm like, I'm like, what? Like you're stepping, you're like stepping that. on your money there. You already bought it. What they've, you know, they've already won. They collected their paycheck from your, from your CD sale. So you, why break it? Yeah. I was like, dude, you're stepping on ride the lightning. Just move over a little bit and keep yeah, stepping on exactly. anger. <laughs> stepping on <laughs> anger. <laughs> it wasn't out yet. Just keep stepping on. Well, I don't want to step on load or reload either because I like those albums. <laughs> You're right. It wasn't out yet. No, it wasn't. That was like 2001, 2000, fail. something like that. Shane, mm-hmm. fail. Send your hate train mail to endpodcastforallgmail.com. No, and no. We're going to give Shane We're going to give Shane a pass here because he is heavily medicated. <laughs> heavily medicated from the anesthesia. And when we get to, well, we're coming up on the Jump in the Fire segment where Brett's going to play a little trivia but what I'm really looking forward to is not giving Jeff a pass on end of the line, finish that lyric. Oh, no, I'm out. I already quit, dude. Oh, boy. <laughs> you already quit? <laughs> it was over before it even started. Brett, you've been a fan since 85, 86. Should we have some fun and play a little Jump in the Fire trivia? Sure. We're, we're going to test your knowledge and see what you got here. Oh, boy. <laughs> there is one question, though, Shane, as you look through these, that he already answered one of them but gave a different answer than what our answer is. Did you notice that? I'm glad you're aware of that. We're going to address that in a little bit here. Good, because I, I was... You caught on to that. I'm impressed. I did catch on. I was looking through, and I, I did my homework. See, us guitar players do do our homework. Sometimes it just doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, do our homework. Well, usually Jeff's the one that's heavily medicated on the show for other reasons, and tonight it's my turn. <laughs> I'm of sound mind today. Just drinking my water. <laughs> All right, Brett, ready to rock, jump in the fire? Let's go for it. Question one. What year did Kirk have his appendix taken out? I don't even know. Jeez. Uh, 
I'll give you a hint. He played on a stool the following night at a Garage Inc. show. Ninety-eight. God damn, dude. Go with that as your final answer. I like that. Final, I guess. Final, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> okay, final. He sounded so just <laughs> uneasy about it. <laughs> dude, I get to learn something though today. You know. That's why we run through it. Ninety-eight, one for one. Congratulations. Nice. <laughs> what? I got it. Dude, you nailed it. Just like that. For real. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was 98. That was that was a good guess. I mean, wow. hey, you know what? A correct get, guess is still a correct Inc. answer. That was an educated guess. Educated guess. I like those. Jeff, take the next one. All right, question two. Name three of James's guitars that he played on the Load Tour. Anything from, like, Cunning Stunts or that era, like, we'll, we'll accept it. Sure. Poor touring, poor retouring me, anything like that. I know you know it, Jeff, because you're a guitar player. Um, you, I don't know any. It, it doesn't I need to be the. It, 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 I can't talk. It Just doesn't. Describe them. Yeah, it doesn't need to be like the. the I know one of them is like a a V with a flame on it. Yeah, yeah, there's one. There's one. I mean, that's on the. There's another one with a a deer on it. There you go. Two. There's the deer Dude. skull. Or it's a You're elk. working through this. Oh, boy, I think technically it's a, is it an elk skull or a deer is skull? It a... Elk. Elk. Okay, close, close enough. Close right? enough. Yep. Love that guitar with the barbed oh, wire. Oh boy! And then the the third one would be the uh, his black guitar Explorer with the uh, sheet metal looking thing on it. Right? Yeah, I, uh, Dude. Perfect. Or not sheet metal, but the metal with the. Yeah, no, I know what you mean the. Yeah, you know the... yeah the the diamond plate. Yeah, diamond. Yeah, he had, a, he had a black diamond plate one. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. On sad but true. And here Brett is saying, "Oh, dude, I don't know." Look at that. I wasn't looking I for the fact. I wasn't looking for the fact that they're all ESPs, and that's. I mean, that's okay. I just wanted the look of it. I like the description better than the right ESP on. name. Yep, me too. While we're on it, Brett, I want you to name every guitar he played at Petco Park and go. <laughs> <laughs> Make, model, year, description, uh, all of it. I want to know the strap length. <laughs> I know the. I know he played the vault. The vulture, right? Vulture and yes. Yep. The snake is that a snake bite? Am I correct? Yep. Snake bite? Is Dude, that what it's called? That's the two I know. Hey, so. don't worry. Some and I, someday he's coming out. That's all you need to know because those are the ones that matter. <laughs> someday he'll be coming yeah. back out with that Les Paul with the Bigsby, so we'll be all good. No, he won't be. I already sent an email. Well, I mean. I, had a, I emailed Chad and I said, "Dude, that goes in the dumpster in the back of the." <laughs> goes in the dumpster. <laughs> No more sunburst Bigsby's. That era is over. James's new signature model from Gibson. Ace. <laughs> it's going to be a Bigsby sunburst Les Paul with EMGs, and that's it. Nope. I'm done if that happens. <laughs> Shane's like, I'm that's done. that's the day I officially become a diehard <laughs> Megadeth fan. Not that you aren't Pretty already, much. but I mean, you know what I mean. That's the day I donate my entire collection to you, Jeff. Hey, I just... Everything. I, I just want that creeping death record that you've got that's all you want of my collection well not all oh. i want but that, okay deal well not all i want but that's like <laughs> it's always one thing that i've always really really wanted love that vinyl yeah it's it's just those colors it's so cool brett question three name two cities metallica will be playing in 2022 
Nipson. One. Oh, jeez! Oh, I, I just posted all that. Last I was just saying we we said we said the answer <laughs> earlier. My, and Hawaii for all page. I did it all at nine thirty because that's when they posted it. There you go. Ah, Prague. Nice. Czech Republic. Prague. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll call it yeah. a W. All right. By the way, um, nine thirty your time was about two thirty in the morning my time. It was weird That's how they, they posted the, that because I woke up yeah. to a couple things. I saw a couple yeah. people's feeds before that, and I'm like, mm-hmm. Pink Pop Festival, what the hell is this? And then I'm like, they right. must have posted this at like 3 in the morning. Oh, yeah, they did a flurry. They just did them all, like awesome. one after another, you know, so. I was like that name, Pink Pop Festival. It sounds bubbly. <laughs> hey, you guys playing this in a couple months, right? At the festival, is that right? Am I right? We do have, we got Sturgis Festival coming up here. Wow. Well, I'm impressed. Right on, guys. We got Sioux City. We got Sturgis. We have another show in the Twin Cities with Hairball. Nice, nice. And then... Somewhere in Indiana. Oh, yeah. Indiana, Ohio run. Like September, (laughs) October-ish in there. Cool. And as uh, as things just keep opening back up and getting back to normal as they've been, we'll just continue to add on the dates. Hopefully, hopefully places and people want to hear live music because we know we want to play yeah. it. Kauai, Hawaii, top priority. Yeah, I know. We need we need to go down to Hawaii and just do like a, a week of playing shows in Hawaii or a weekend, either or. <laughs> I want that rooster on stage, and we're gonna play Freebird. So while we're talking about <laughs> get it, <laughs> while we're talking about Hawaii, that anesthesia is making me loopy, it, man. It's loopy. See, mm-hmm. good thing we're almost done here. While we're talking about Hawaii, you had spoken about this earlier. And this is question number four. When was the last time Metallica played in Hawaii? Ninety-eight. All right, Shane. Let's discuss. I know, and I just cringed when he said that earlier because I knew it was a question, but the correct answer is 99, Brett. Oh, okay. I missed it by a year. I was close, close, close. The best part of Metallica playing Hawaii, I think they were there for two dates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They opened with Brett Van. Wow. Then that's why they never went back. <laughs> <laughs> Hawaii said... Peace out, Napoleon. <laughs> We're going to get some prime rib. <laughs> Jeff, how happy were you that the set list I wrote ended with Bread I was, the other night I, for our promo? I was so incredibly happy. I love closing with that song. It's just not my favorite to open. <sighs> Question five. Jump in the fire. 45,000 miles away from me in Kauai. <laughs> Brett, name a song that was played during the Through the Never filming that never appeared in the movie or on the soundtrack. There's there's four acceptable uh, answers to this. I know this one. Of course you do. You knew everything uh, else. Oh, shoot. I know it's on my head. Yeah, I remember I, uh, as I, was, I was looking through some videos of that and I, I was wondering why they didn't, was never made the, the movie and I was like, but Me they too. did it, you know. Uh, oh boy. I, uh, I don't know, but I, I remember there, there were songs that didn't make it, so that's... Take a guess. 
I'm going to give you a hint. Two, two out of the four of them are on your Master of Albums, The Beholder. Okay. Uh, sanitarium, right? Dude, I love how you think you don't know these things and you just crush it. That's correct. Yeah, back to the sanitation. It's the within, man. You know, so, yeah, I think that was, what's the other three? Uh, Sabatru, Fade, and Seek. Wow. I had a feeling, you know, that, that sanitarium was the one for some reason. I remember watching something about that, you know. Sanitation. YouTube. Sanitation, that's right. <laughs> down down the Mua toilet. <laughs> I love this Mua theme tonight. Yeah. So before we jump into our end of the line segment, I just want to throw it out that I was looking at the end of the line segments that you have here, and I know both of them. So I really wish you would have given me one of these because I know both of them right right now. Jeff, it's different when you see the answer versus when you're in the spotlight with a rooster in the background. Hey, I'm just saying you didn't write down the name of the song on here. Well, this isn't name that song. This is finish the lyric, bro. So, it's just saying. <laughs> it's just saying. <laughs> you sounded so disappointed there for for a minute. Just for a second, for a brief second, and now I'm over it. And I'm over. And it. I'm over it. <laughs> Take the first one, Jeff. He's gonna get this. All right. You gotta finish the lyric line, Brett. Mm-hmm. Callous, frigid, chill. Nothing left to kill. Never seen before. Breathing never more. Oh! Boom. I got it. You did. Golf clap. Or it's breathing never more. Right? Like, you gotta sing it like James. Absolutely. Dude, he even sang it right. That's that's a point. Yeah, my memory bonus. is so bad, but <laughs> I'm, I'm succeeding here. It's it's a miracle. Hey, you got a golf clap for us. That's that's a win. All right, end of the line number two. Maybe we should ask the rooster if he knows this. He's been kind of quiet. Tell me, does your sun still shine? Come squeeze the world and... Dude, you're shaking your head just like the guitar question. You you fucking nailed it, Brett. I I like when you punctuate the sentence. uh, uh, That one I, I don't know. I don't even know the song. Tell me, does your sun still shine? Come squeeze the nice, world. Nice, nice. <laughs> sounds different now when we try to sing it. <laughs> Tell me, does your sun still shine? Come squ- squeeze the world and... Drip it down my throat again. Mine is human. Nice. Nice. Jeff, you wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah, maybe See, not. I learned something. I told you I'd learn something. Oh, dude, we're learning things. We're having fun. We got trucks. We got sirens. We got roosters. I think at the beginning oh. there might have been an airplane. Yeah, the airport's like right down the street. <laughs> man, man, it was Perfect. it was really organic. 
Jeff, are you ready for your end of the line? Because, well, last week we had Kirk Hammett's brother on. The week before that, you gave me one. I think it was Judas Kiss, and I it didn't end well for me. So, yeah, you know, it's the end of the episode. So my end of the line, let's do it, man. All right, let me get my phone to cooperate here. Would you like a rare song? I haven't even chosen it yet. This is how on the spot it is. Would you like a rare one, Jeff, or a greatest hit? You choose. You know what? Brett can choose. Greatest hit? You know what? I'm going to let Brett choose the song. That's how much I'm going to give you a crutch here, Jeff, and then I'll choose the lyric out of that song. So, Brett, just name a tune. Phantom Lord. Okay. God damn it. He's already like, yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one, I think. <laughs> Jeff's like, I knew I should have said Unforgiven. Right. Oh, well, I'm already out on this one. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know what's cool about him picking Phantom Lord? The last time we talked to someone from Hawaii, she named her car Phantom Lord. Right, what is it with <laughs> Hawaiian, Hawaiian people and... and, and Oh fucking fan oh. award. God damn it. Hi, <laughs> Chevy Bel Air and that rooster. Oh, my God. Well, you heard him, man. All right, Jeff, you ready for Phantom Lord? No, I'm not. <laughs> Even knowing the song, I'm still going to botch this one. I'm... I'm even going to tell you that I'm going to give you the chorus. Are you ready? Oh, God, I... <laughs> Hear the cry of war louder than before. With his sword in hand, he's the Phantom Lord. <laughs> <laughs> You're fucking with me, right? No, I'm not. I really don't know the chorus of that song. Hear the cry of. You know what part of the song I'm in. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. know that dun, 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 You've played dun, dun, it live. Dun, 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 dun. Yes, I know. I know how to play it. I literally don't know the words to the chorus of that song. Hear the cry of war louder yeah. than before yeah. with his sword in hand. Ooh, I know it. Call your lifeline in Hawaii, Jeff. All right, Brett, take it away. Wait, you got to sing that again. Hear the cry of war right. louder than louder before than with before. his sword in so, hand. To control the land. Right? Yes, I love it. See, when you sing it, it's it's easy, but when you when we just say it, it's like what, right? But yeah, that's what it is. I fully admit there are plenty, and I mean plenty of Metallica lyrics that I still to this day don't know, and I will fully admit that. I love how when well, Brett said Phantom Jeff. Lord, you knew you were in trouble immediately. Oh, I knew as soon as I, he said greatest hits, and then he picked Phantom Lord. That's not a greatest hit. <laughs> It's like a played out. Say greatest hit. He did. He did. You you said that he and then oh, he chose right. greatest hit and then you said you know what you can choose the song and then he chose Phantom Lord. <laughs> that's like that's like you might as well have picked a a Lulu song. I mean, I just don't know the lyrics. I know I love I know how to play the song. I've played the song, but I I just don't know the lyrics. Yeah, because you rip on guitar, man. That's your that's your gig. I'm not yeah. the I have to I have to somewhat agree with you. Lyrics from the early days with Hetfield's vocals are tough to make out unless you read the lyrics. Really, really mm-hmm. know what he's barking there. Right, and kill him. There's there's even verses in Seek and Destroy where I th- still to this day think the words are different than what they actually are. Like, wait a minute. 
I heard something there. Yeah. Well, it's just it's just how you interpret the song. There's 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 words to new stuff on Hardwired where I'm still like, this is what I think it is, but I know he's saying something different. Yeah, me too. Me too. You know, you you'd think for a band that I know as well as Metallica, I would know their lyrics better. There's plenty of other bands I know the lyrics way better than them, but I don't know nearly as much about the band as I do Metallica. And for some reason, some of their lyrics still just stump the hell out of me. <laughs> That's the beauty of being a fan, right, boys? Oh, it's it's great fun. Uh, I yeah. love it. Yeah. Oh, my God, we've had fun tonight. Brett, f- Season 4, Episode 9, we have talked everything from Roosters to Jeff's original OG St. Anger CD to um, Kirk at the Dollar Rental Car Lot. That's You're not going to hear that story again. Kirk at a rental car place. That's cool. That is cool. And real quick before we end this, I do believe as far as our end of the line goes, end of the line goes, Shane, you and I are still we haven't we haven't gotten one, right? I don't think we've Oh, we're 0 for 77. That's what I'm saying. I don't think I don't think we've gotten one yet. <laughs> no. And podcast for all turned into a circus act. <laughs> Everybody else so comes on the show. They it. come on the show, they get them, and then me and Shane do it to each other, and it's just Oh man. Uh, by the way, before we say goodbye, Brett only missed one question out of that whole jump in the fire end of the line section. So, and he didn't think he'd get a one. That's that's right. What, right. That's what everybody says when they I come on here. He crushed it. Thanks. And then yeah, and <laughs> either then that or he's me. got a cheat sheet or he's got Trina behind the camera no, feeding him the, the answers. The answers, yeah, because I have no clue either. Man. I'm over here embarrassing <laughs> myself. I should know that. You know, such a greatest hits like Phantom Lord. <laughs> <laughs> It's been a good time, Brett. <laughs> Thank you, Jeff. Brett, an hour and 13 minutes is flowing by. Thanks again for joining the podcast. For all, were you the fan? Drive the discussion and choose the topics. Is there anything you wanted to talk about that we just didn't get to? No, I just want to say thank you, Shane. Thanks, Jeff, for having me here. You know, we had a great time. I, I'm honored. You know, you guys rock, man. You guys rip it up all the time. And uh, I just appreciate being here and having some laughs. You know, I think... Especially so for about. a person like me, you know, I have to, I have to joke daily. I have to lighten things up because I'm just such a serious guy. So just to get a laugh from you guys, you know, nothing was premeditated. You know, it's just, yeah, this it was- is raw live stuff. So I mean, this is real stuff. That's what in podcasts for all. I mean, Jeff and I don't write much script. We write a couple trivia questions and bring people on and. Who knows where the uh, hour and a half conversation is going to go? I do have to ask you, where where are you getting married? Well, we're supposed to get married in Scotland last year. Ooh. Wow. Um, and it was going to be moved up to October, but they're still closed. And we respect that, you know, that what they're going through. Sure. But Iceland is open. And this is the place where I told Trina that I would, you know, if she wants to get married, this is the place that's going to be. Because when we visited there, it's I call it her trip because... I brought it to all my, my idea was the Metallica shows and sure and and going to a Steelers game and but actually hers there was the Steelers game let me quick correct it she took me to a Steelers game and Iceland and I'm like hey I can get married here we both did the weddings here in our previous marriages so it's just gonna be me and her up in Iceland this October dude I love the theme well hey if it doesn't work out you know there's plenty of great places here in Minneapolis wait there are <laughs> just kidding I got one favor Brett when you go to Iceland. Do something related to Trapped Under Ice. Okay, I will write that down. Because Make a video of it, forget. send it to and podcast for all, and we will talk about it. 
There you have it, everyone. Season 4, Episode 9. Brett from Kauai, Hawaii. Jeff, I will uh, see you next week. Maybe we'll have some promo video for the kids to check out very soon. It's for the kids, man. It's for the kids. It's for the kids. <laughs> Brett, best of luck. Congratulations. Thanks again. We'll talk soon, buddy. Aloha and mahalo. Thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Take care. Bye.